0: Hallelujah. Yes Lord. Hallelujah. Mhm. Hallelujah. Oh, come on and bless the name of the Lord in this house. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on and bless him. Come on and bless him. There are a whole lot of things and a whole lot of people you can't depend on, but you can depend on God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yes, I can depend God. Mm-hmm. When I go through the storm, I can depend on God. When I go through the valley, it's all right because He's right there. Hallelujah. Yeah, I can depend. See, you see, you, you, you have to go through enough and discover situations where nobody can get you out of them but God. And you find out that you can depend on God. When your back is up against a wall, when you've exhausted everything that you know not exhaust. Try everything you know to try. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. When you turn to the Lord, you find out that you can depend on Him when everybody else fails you and everything else fails you. You can depend on God. Yes, you can depend. You can depend. Ooh. Yes. uh, Solomon said I was a young man, but now I'm old. But I learned that I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed beg and breed. I can walk through the valley in the shadow of death trouble all around me hallelujah but I will fear no evil for my God the one I can depend on it's with me, glory to God, I I, I want us to, yeah, while, while we're right there, I want us to go to Isaiah 43, while we're right there, I can depend on God, amen, we're gonna do a remix this morning, we're gonna do a remix this morning, amen, somebody say remix, remix, I think everybody know what a remix is. We're going to do a remix this morning. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Isaiah 43, I'll begin at verse number 16. We just finished saying we can depend on God. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, Who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together. And they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. But the Lord says, forget, somebody shout forget. Forget "Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. The wild jackals honor me. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owl, because I provide water in the desert and streams in the wasteland to give drink. To my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praises. I wanna I wanna I wanna take us back to January 4th, 2014. The message for that Sunday was rethink possible. Rethink possible. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. It's time for you to rethink rethink what's possible with God God. and in God. God. Rethink Rethink. possible. Possible. Rethink Rethink. Possible. possible. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you now for your word. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you, Lord, that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. I thank you that you will prosper your word. In the things that you sent your word to. Thank you for sending your word to us today. Thank you for what your word is going to accomplish in our lives. As you prosper your word that you sent to us. Concerning rethinking possible. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and Bible study on Wednesday night. We started by reminding us of uh, the theme of the year. God just laid it in my heart and in my spirit that we needed to be reminded uh, of our theme for the year, and, and it was echoed by others, I even mean, as we started our Bible study, because so many times we we get, we hear what the Lord says at the beginning of the year, and then as time goes on, we kind of shift our focus, not that the Lord has shifted his focus, but we shift our focus and we take our minds off of the things that the Lord has said. Now, we have the theme posted in several places around the sanctuary and around the building for us to be reminded of it. But the Lord just laid it on my heart as I was preparing another message to bring this morning to come back to this message. And as I was reading this message, it began to minister to my spirit. And I believe that if it ministered to me, it will minister to you as well. And unless you have purchased the CD and you've been listening to it over and over again, you probably forgot what the message said. Amen. Praise the Lord, because we will learn songs, but we won't learn messages, amen, amen. We we will sing the songs, but we need to sing over and over in our spirit the word of the Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. To everything. Somebody say to everything. everything. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under the heavens. You know, and as we think about that and we think about that God is a God of timing. He's a God of timing. Amen. He's not subject to time, but, 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 but he moves in time and through times, and he has set times that he moves, seasons and times that he moves in. There are times when we've tried to do things and in and, 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 and our experiences and they didn't work out or we thought that, that God was speaking and instructing us to move, but when we tried, uh, when we moved, we faced all types of opposition. And sometimes we even faced failure. There have been other times when uh, we received a prophetic word and we tried to move on that word or waited for that word to come to pass, only to find out that nothing happened right then. But I want to submit to you that, that we should not give up on what we know God has spoken to us, nor on the things that we tried to do that he told us to do, because sometimes we move out of season. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we don't move when God says move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear the voice of God and we sense the the leading of the Lord and, and we hesitate because we're unsure of the voice of God or we lack faith. We lack faith or we lack the boldness to step out in faith or sometimes we listen to the wrong voices. And consequently, we miss the things that God wants to do in our lives, amen? Uh, A perfect example of that in Scripture is when God told the children of Israel that he was going to give them the promised land. And when they got there and Moses sent in the the 12 spies, there there, there, there are only two of them that came back and said, we're well able, let us go up at once, let us go up at once, let us go up at once and possess the land because we're well able uh, to possess it, but the Ten leaders came back and said, oh, yes, it's a good land. It's flowing with milk and honey, just like, just like God said. Um, you know, the, 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 the fruit is so wonderful, we brought back a whole cluster of grapes, and we had to carry it between two of us. I mean, it is a really, it is really fertile ground. It is, they produce pump, bumper crops, but there are giants in the land. In the land. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and we know we were grasshoppers in their sight. We didn't talk to them, we didn't have conversations with them, we were scared of them, but we know that we were grasshoppers in their sight because that's the way we thought we were. And the Bible says that they instill fear in the hearts of the people, and Israel Could have gone immediately into the promised land, but wandered for 40 years in the wilderness because of their disobedience. Yeah, yeah. So so sometimes we lack the faith, we lack the boldness to move out when God speaks to us uh, 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 to move out. And and then we miss what God is doing. Now, uh, yeah, the season may come back, but we miss what God was getting ready to do in that season. And, and, and just think of the things that die in the process of missing God. Because that whole generation had to die out before they went into the promised land. Think of the things that die in the process of you missing God, waiting for your season to come back again. You'll have another chance, but there's some stuff that's going to die in the process. Now, now, there are other times when, like the man at the pool of Bethesda, who was waiting on someone else to, to, to put him in the pool. Sometimes we're waiting on somebody else to move us. We're waiting on an individual rather than moving as God has directed us. You know, there are some people that they can't move unless you move. You know, if, if you step out there, they're willing to step out there. You know, but if you don't step out there, if you don't grab them by the hand and pull them along, they'll stay right where they are. This man was waiting on somebody else to put him in the pool because he actually perceived wrong. He had been waiting there and every time the angel came and troubled the water, And and I said this before, and every time I think about this passage of scripture, this is the way I think. If I missed the first time that angel came and I was back here, I would have scooted to the edge of that pool So that the next time when I thought the angel was coming, I would have rolled right on over into the water. I wouldn't have been waiting on no one else to put me in the water. You know, but sometimes there are are people that are perceiving wrongly and perceive that we need another person. We need an individual when in actuality we need God. And we only need God. Amen. We only need God. Amen. Amen. And because people perceive that way, they miss they miss the season and the timing of God in their lives because they're waiting on someone else. My goodness. Hallelujah. Now, as I said, the wonderful thing about God is that seasons do rotate. Amen? As long as there is God, as long as He is God and there is breath in your body, God will give you another chance. But just just, just imagine the things that die, amen, between April and the next April. Oh, let's, let's, let's go between April and June, amen. Let's go between June and September. Let's go between September and December. Just think of the things that could happen as seasons, in between times, as seasons rotate. But thank God that he gives us another opportunity. Uh, But the thing about it is that in order to hear him the next time that he speaks, you need to make sure, we need to make sure that we are in faith and that we are obeying God without delay, without delay. Again, Caleb said, let us go up at once. He didn't say, let's go up tomorrow. He didn't say, let's go up next week. He said, let's go up at, let us go up at once. Amen? So without delay, we need to obey God when he speaks. Being in faith means that we're ready, that we're listening that we're working with whatever is in our hands or whatever our hands find to do, that we're being faithful in little so that when much is made available to us, we're able to partake of it. We're not sitting back on the stool of do-nothing, but we're actually actively waiting on God. Amen? One of the things that the Lord impressed in my spirit at the beginning of the year is that this is one of the reasons that, that we must tithe one of the reasons that we must tithe. Amen? Uh, Yeah, it's not it should not, you should never look at tithing as an option. Yeah, you you, you should look at it, this is something that I've got to do. If I have to adjust something here, or adjust something there, I need to make sure amen, that the first of the week uh, on Sunday when I come to worship, amen, that my tithe has been laid aside and that I bring the tithe into the storehouse. Amen? God is not going to force you to tithe. Amen. No, he's not going to do it. Uh, uh, But of all things, tithing speaks of your love relationship with God. Oh, yes, it does. Amen. Tithing is born out of faith. Amen. That, 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 that comes out of your love for God. And your love for God comes out of you perceiving how much God loves you and what God has done in your life. It is a personal thing, glory to God, because only God has done for you what he has done for you. You know where God has brought you from. You know what God has brought you through. You know your history. And you know that if it had not been for God, you would not be here today. You know God was merciful towards you. You know God was patient with you. You know God was long-suffering with you. You know it. This is a personal thing. And a a tithing, even though you bring it to the storehouse, it comes out of a personal love relationship with God. If you love God, you do the work of God. Hallelujah. Because faith works by love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith works by love. How many married couples in here do things, amen, because of love? You may not feel like doing it, glory to God, but because of the love that you have for your spouse, glory to God. You'll get up when you're sick, glory to God. You'll go beyond the call of duty, hallelujah, because you love that person. How many parents go beyond the call of duty and make sacrifices because they love their children? Faith works by love. Yeah, because you love God. You'll do what God tells you to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Being in faith, glory to God, means that we are ready, we're listening, we're working. We're doing what God wants us to do. We, we, yeah, we, we, we can't be people that, 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 uh, that are coming and, you know, we're, we're praying for healing and we're praying for deliverance. We're praying for our children to do right while at the same time we find ourselves robbing God. And then justifying ourselves in doing it. Well, you know, I, I would have paid my tithe, but this came up, that came up. You know, I just, you know, I, 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 I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, and I never agreed with this thing about, well, until you are able to tithe, then you start giving a little bit more here and a little bit more there. Uh-uh, no, no, no. You cannot learn how to swim in the bathtub. You got to jump in the water. That water got to be deep enough. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. So, so, so it's foolishness until you can tithe. Then just start giving a little bit more each week. That's not faith. Mm. So we, we, we need to get this right. We need to get this right. We need to get this right. And then, you know, when you hear all of this, it's important for you to understand the heart of God and the mood of God toward you. Amen? You know, we sing the song, he is jealous for me. Yeah, love's like a hurricane. I am the tree, bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. When all of a sudden I'm unaware of those, these afflictions eclipsed by glory, and I realize just how beautiful you are to me. And how great your affections are for me. Oh, how he loves us so. how he lo- Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us so. God's heart toward us. But my question is, my question is, do we respond accordingly? Do we respond accordingly? It's, it's a beautiful song that we sing. And even if we don't sing that song, if we hadn't gotten there yet, we're still singing, oh, How I love Jesus. You know, do we respond accordingly? Because he first loved me. Am I I really responding accordingly uh, to the way that God has demonstrated his love toward me? Do my actions speak louder than my words? Because it's easy to talk about how much God loves us and even how much we love God, but are our actions in line with our words. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We sing, oh, how he loves us. It's important for us to understand that God really does love us. Amen. God's heart is for his children. God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his children. Every time God sees you prospering, God gets excited. He does. He is excited when he sees you prospering. And I'm not just talking about prospering financially. when When you begin to prosper spiritually, when you begin to prosper in your understanding of him, God gets excited because what's happening is you're getting in the place where God can really bless you. And he gets excited and he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. He he loves us and and he is committed to bringing us into his glory and into blessings. Yes. I said he loves us and God is committed. Somebody say he's committed to me. He wants to bless me. Mm. He's committed to blessing me. Mm. So as we move forward in 2014, and this is the first Sunday of the seventh month. Yeah, actually, this is half a year is gone. So we're starting the second half of the year, the first Sunday, the second half of 2014. We're explaining to you the significance of 2014, the double-double. Somebody shout double-double. Some people have already experienced double-double in their lives. Ah, yes. We're moving forward into two, in the rest of 2014. It's important that we position ourselves in God's flow so that we can receive uh, 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 what he has for us in this season. And saints, regardless of what has happened to us in the past... Somebody say, in the past. Mm. Regardless of the hurt, regardless of the pain, regardless of the failure, regardless of the disappointments, don't write God off. Don't even write relationships that God has brought you into off. Hear now, hear now. Sometimes we're too quick to be through with people. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just through with them. A lot of times they've said something that we didn't like. It might have been the truth, but we didn't think they were the ones that ought to have said it. relationships that God has brought you into. Don't write off your dreams and your visions for the future because God gives the dreams. God gives the visions. You may not have come into it right now, but don't write them off. God says I'm still God. I'm still the same yesterday, today and forevermore. Is there anything too hard for me. If I said it, I will perform it. God says, "I know, I, I know your, I know your feelings. I, I know what you've been through, uh, but, 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 but you are not to live by feeling. You are to live by faith. I perform my word. God says, I watch over my word to perform." My word. I may not perform it in your time, but I will perform it in my time. And my time is always the right time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every time I read that scripture where God says, I watch over my word, I see God as we are hearing his word, watching over that word that's in us to see when we are going to come to that place of faith that we believe what he said in his word. Because until we believe what he said in his word, we are binding his hand. And he cannot do many mighty things because of our lack of faith. Are you hearing the, the word of the Lord today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God says, my time is always the right time. This is the reason that you are encouraged in my word, God says, to wait upon me. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So I say to you, do not be weary in well-doing, for in due season, For in due season, hallelujah, who determines due season? You can't determine due season. You can't go up in God's faces and like, God, it's time for you to turn this situation around. God says in due season, you shall reap if you don't do what? Now, what if you faint? You're not going to reap. God says if you faint, you're not going to reap. But if you don't faint, now you may stand there and say, God, how long? But you better stand there and wait for the due season. Tears may roll down your face, but you may better stand there and wait for the due season. It's all right to ask God how long, but don't get out of waiting for that due season. He can handle you asking him how long. He just does not want you to faint. Because if you faint, you will not reap. Hallelujah. Out of this, the Lord is reminding us today, as we look at our situations, as we anticipate our futures, God is saying, rethink possible. Rethink possible. Why? Why? You need to do this because many of you have gotten to the place where you're saying, what's the use? What's the use? Now, now you take this for how you want to take it in your life. I ain't talking about you personally, but the Lord is speaking to you. In different situations and different circumstances, people have gotten to the point, even in 2014, that you're saying, what's the use? I'm giving up. There's no hope. There's no help. But God is saying, stop now. Stand still. Rethink what's possible with me. Glory to God. God says, I'm still God. I have a plan for you that is good and not evil. And I am in my process of giving you a future and a hope. Zechariah chapter 9, verses 11 and 12 says, as for you, somebody says, "As for me," so the Lord is speaking to me now. As for you, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set you. I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Then he says, "Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope." Ah, are you a prisoner of hope today? I said, "Are ah, you a prisoner of hope today?" You may be in a waterless pit. A waterless pit there is when they're, they're in a pit that there's no water that they're able to stand in but it's muddy and it's miry and they're sinking in the, in the, in the mud in the mud. God says, I will set you free from the, from the places where you're sinking but return to me. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today, I declare that I will restore double to you. God says, I declare that I will restore double to you. So listen to what the Lord says. Yeah. Listen to what the Lord says in this text to the nation of Israel. And then allow the word of the Lord become raiment to you. God says to the prophet Isaiah as he talks to the children of Israel, dealing with his mercy and, and their faithfulness. Uh, God says, forget the former things. Do not well, on the past. Now, if you're going to deal with rethinking rethink possible, one of the things that you've got to do is you've got to forget the former things. I mean, you're talking about what God is able to do. I, I think the youth sang last Sunday He's able. Somebody tell me the youth sang just ministered powerfully. God is able. Uh, uh, and I was thinking about that song and uh, there's something in there about Um, what I'm talking about this morning. Yeah, I can't think all the words right now. Anyway, that's all right, I'll go on. Forget the former things. Take your mind off of the past. Don't dwell on that. The longer you think about the past, the the more, the uh, the stucker you're going to be in the past. All right? Verse 16 says, This is what the Lord says. This is what the Lord says. So I'm not preaching just what Isaiah said. I'm not preaching what Alfred Jackson is saying. I am talking to you about what the Lord says. This is what the Lord says. The Lord who has proven himself in the past. Amen. The Lord who has allowed you, though he allowed you to go through, he has brought you out. He is not impotent. He is not powerless. He is the almighty God. This is what he says. You might stop and ask Lord, why did you, or you need to stop and ask, Lord, why did you allow me to go through what what you allowed me to go through? As he speaks to Israel, this is what they needed to do because a lot of times, you know, we get amnesia. We forget all the dirt we've done. We do. We'll forget all of the bad things we've said. We'll forget all of the silly ways we've acted. And then we are saying, God, why did you allow me to go through what you allowed me to go through? Last time I checked, the Lord chastises those that he loves. It does not mean that God's going to come down out of heaven with a big switch and whip you. But the Lord will allow you to go through some stuff. Amen. He will allow you to, and, 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 and part of that is so that you will lift up your eyes to him and you will repent. You'll say, God I'm sorry for what I've done. Are you hearing the Lord today? So don't get amnesia when, when you start going through and you act like you've been so righteous. No, you ain't been so righteous. Sometimes we open the door to stuff. You wouldn't have all those flies in your house if you would keep your door shut. I'll put a screen up. Huh? You might get some roaches, but you call exterminator. you'll get rid of them. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Don't get amnesia. Make act. oh, my house got these flies in it. I don't know how they must have crept in through when somebody walked through the door. No, you left the door open. You wonder how all those spirits got in there. You left the door open. Come on, we need to be honest. But God is saying to us, forget the former things. Don't dwell on your past. Mm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Yes. If you're going to come to a place of breakthrough, can't dwell on your past. Apostle Paul said, this one thing that I do, forgetting what lies behind me, and reaching forth to those things which are before me, I press toward the mark. Hallelujah. You got to take your mind off the past now. You can't move forward looking at the past. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You never seen anything about driving forward looking in the rearview mirror. Mm. Glory to God. Is this helping anybody today? Yeah, If you're going to rethink possible, you got to take your eyes off of the past. Because as you're looking at the past you're not seeing what's possible. You're only seeing what has taken place in the past. Lord have mercy. Oh God. And God says see, look behold, I I'm doing a new thing. Hallelujah. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? That is an important part of this, this process. Do you not perceive it? Glory to God. Don't you see what I'm doing? Lord have mercy. I am doing a new thing. I am doing, Barack Obama not doing a new thing. God says, I'm doing it. God says, I'm doing a new thing. Oprah's not doing a new thing. God says, I'm the one. I'm doing a new thing. Hallelujah. There's a new thing that God is getting ready to do in your life. That God wants to do in your life. God says, I want to do it. And it's going to spring up immediately. But the thing about it is, you've got to perceive it. You've got to perceive, <laughs> excuse me, what I am doing. you got to perceive what I am doing. It's something that you're just not going to, excuse me, that you're just not going to get, glory to God, because you are intelligent. It's not going to get because you've got book knowledge. Glory to God. God says this is something that you must perceive. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And in order to perceive, glory to God, it means that you are in faith. It means that you are listening to God. Amen? It's, it means that you are attending to God. They that wait upon the Lord... Is not sitting back waiting, but it is like a waiter in a restaurant, restaurant who comes to take care of your needs in that restaurant. So if you're going to perceive God, you've got to be giving attention to him. You can't spend all week long giving attention to everybody else and then God gets the leftovers. Thank you. Can't do it. You can't do it. Discernment is by the Spirit of the Almighty God. This is the reason that in this season, it's going to take God in you to perceive what God is doing. you got to make sure that you're in God so that you can see. Because what God is going to do is going to be greater than you could ever imagine in your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I should have some witnesses in here today. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should have some witnesses of what God has already done. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I, I, I tell you, he's an awesome God. He's an awesome God. He's an awesome God. And then, then, I'm almost done, glory to God. He says, because I provide water in the wilderness, streams in the desert. He says, I'm making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. The wild jackals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I, I provide water in the desert and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, I formed for myself that they may proclaim my praises. God is saying, this is my people. This is the people that I've chosen, that i formed for myself. We've got to hear God in this season, not just speak of Israel, because we now are heirs of God and joint heirs of Jesus Christ. We've got to hear God in this season and hear him saying that we are special to him. Yes, we may have strayed away from him, but God is saying, you're still special to me. Hallelujah. He will not always chide. God will not always punish us. God will not always be angry with us. God will not always punish us for our sins. God, we are special to God. You may have backslidden, but God says, I still love you with an everlasting love. God says, I'm married to the backslider. Hallelujah. God even says, I'm jealous for my people. Hmm. You see, the problem with the church is that most of us have been deceived by the enemy to think that the Lord will not forgive us. Most people think that God is walking around angry with them because of what they've done. A lot of people do. Maybe I shouldn't say most. I don't know most Christians. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I got to be honest. There are a whole lot of Christians in the world. I don't know them. Some of the Christians I know walk around immature thinking that God is angry. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And most, most people, a lot of people do think that God is waiting to zap them for their wrong. Mm. Hallelujah. That is far from the truth, brothers and sisters. I'm not saying to God that we don't grieve God when we sin because yes, we grieve the Holy Spirit when we sin. Amen? I'm not saying that God will not discipline us because of our sins. Yes, God will discipline us but God won't kill us. He won't kill us. If God was going to kill us, none of us would be sitting in here. Amen. None of us would be sitting in here. The truth is that God has decided for us in Jesus Christ. The truth is that if we confess our sins, the Lord is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. The truth is, hallelujah, that if we sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He ever lived to make intercession for us. The truth is that because of Jesus Christ, in 2014, God is showing favor, amen, on his children in a profound way. Hallelujah. 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 The truth is, glory to God. Hallelujah. In 2014, it is a significant gear in the realm of the spirit and will manifest itself in significant ways in the earth realm. You just watch God. If you've not seen him already, do it. You just watch God begin to, begin to perform and manifest himself in a significant way. Hallelujah why we gotta rethink possible saints take the limits off of God get back into faith he says to Zachariah return to the stronghold excuse me return to your place of protection return to your place of safety which means return to God you prisoners of hope even today God says I declare that I will restore double to you I'll open you the windows of heaven that you won't have room enough to receive it. The devil might say no, but God will say yes. The devil says you can't, God will say yes, you can. Hallelujah. The devil might say it's impossible. What? God says it's possible. God says, is there anything too hard for me? I'm the God who took nothing and made the world out of it. I'm the God who spoke. Things came into existence. Come on now. Be honest with yourself. Between January 1 and July 1 or June 30th, there have been some things that you've been ready to give up on. God says, stop now. Rethink what's possible. You're about to walk out on your blessing. You're about to miss something. You're about to to walk away from your place of breakthrough. Just because it has not happened does not mean that it's not going to happen. God says rethink what's possible. Rethink what's possible. Because he is the creator God. Don't say what God can't do. And don't say what you can't do in God. Because in God you can do all things. But what you got to do is take your mind off of the former things. Stop living in the past. Stop dwelling on the past. Stop dwelling on your own failures, your own mistakes, your own sin. Don't let the devil throw stuff up in your face to stop you from moving forward in God or to stop you from hearing God. Because while you're thinking on your failures and your mistakes, you're missing what God is saying. Turn your mind back to God because God is getting ready to do a new thing in your life. He's getting ready to do a new thing in your life. He's doing doing a new thing in this ministry. I know sometimes we look at things, you know, things seem like they're going well. A lot of folk come to church and after a while, you know, folk just drop off and, you know. But hey, I'm still believing God for a new thing. I'm believing God he's going to send the folk that's going to be here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See the value of this ministry. Yeah, and, and folk that will be faithful and consistent, glory to God. Hallelujah. And I believe in God to see today. As uh, a matter of fact, before, 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 before August, glory to God, we're going to do something new. Uh, amen. We're going to do something different. Amen. When God says move, we got to move without delay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we can see the hand of God move because God is doing it in other places. He can do it right here. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. So you can't just continue to look at what has happened in the past. You got to believe God. When he says, I'm doing a new thing, then you hear God in your spirit and you latch on to the word of God and you begin to look for that new thing that God is doing. And every time God moves, you give him praise. Hallelujah. Every inch you make, glory to God, you give him praise. Uh, every little breakthrough you get, you give him praise. Because you know you know you're on your way to something bigger, you're on your way to something greater, you're on your way to supernatural advancement. This thing is not gonna happen in the natural, this thing is gonna happen in the spirit. It is not by your might, nor is it by your power, but it is by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. So forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. Because, says, behold, I do a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Now it springs up. Hallelujah. Let's stand.